Welcome to the Pillage Cast. Thank you so much for joining us. This is episode number 67 of the Pillage Cast. My name is Josh. I'm going to be your host today. I've got the Pillage team here. Gates is on his mic. Hey there, Pillagers. Phil, remotely coming in. How's it going? And uh, we have a special guest, uh, host of Benson's Boombox, Matt Boombox Benson. What up? Thank you for being here, sir. No problem. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's it's uh, good to have all you guys here. Uh, I was going to originally have you fill in for Phil because he was getting some dentistry done. Yuck. Getting his dentist on. But we got Phil uh, remote from Ukaipa, so you actually just get to be a guest. All I right. can actually see the orchard from where I'm sitting right now, just so you guys know. Oh, that's nice. Like first, uh, <laughs> what are we? We're a minute. Power. We're a minute in. <laughs> I thought I was going to beat him to the punch. No, he. he <laughs> well, I'm he, looking he, at peaches as we speak. It's hard to resist, you know. Is it peach season? It is. Ooh. I had a peach for the first time in my life the other day. Really? Whoa! Did it kill you? Nah, uh, nah, wasn't. Don't wasn't know what the time. what the hubbub is. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be the first and last peach. Of my I life. I feel like there's a lot of fruit that I've never eaten, and I feel like one of two things will happen if I do like partake in a one of those fruits. Yeah, is it'll be, uh, wow, n- no thanks, never <laughs> again, or like I'll go on a binge and, yeah. I'll, and, and I'll be like, oh my, I gotta have this, and then I'll eat too many of them. Have you had watermelon? I ate water. Yeah, I, yes. I've had watermelon several times. I, I keep giving a, it chances, and I don't know okay. why. Cold watermelon on a hot day. Yeah. No, Have you had uh, that? The, the wife is a huge fan of watermelon, okay. so there's a constant right. amount okay. coming in. Got it. it tastes like water with slime. <laughs> <laughs> like, you chew it up, and now it's slimy water. Wow. Okay. So what I, else, like, are there any me. that you're curious about? Uh, I'm re- I'm real scared of a banana. <laughs> You're scared of a banana. You never had a banana. I'm real scared of it, dude. I could not survive without bananas. So here's the thing: like my favorite like candy flavor is like banana flavor. Like almost anything banana flavored, I love it. But I'm scared to try the real thing. It doesn't taste I, anything I, like that. <laughs> oh, I think it tastes nothing like that. I yeah. think there is a hint because I will say I love the banana flavor as a candy, and I also love the banana fruits. Okay, so I'll, I'll so testify you do see on behalf of the banana. I know, man, it just looks like it looks like a bunch of mush. <laughs> now, if if it's mushy, you're not eating it right or at the right time. Uh, see, like uh, you, you probably are gonna love it when it's just like when it's still a little bit green at the top. Like really, you, like no brown, but like if it's in that green turning into yellow phase, I think you'd like them at at that. The other one that I would uh, that I'm real curious about, but real scared of, is like grapes. You've never had a grape? No, I've never, I've never, I've never eaten those. I if I, if I drink they're the like, juice of it, I don't eat it. They're nature's <laughs> gushers. Do, have you had? Yeah, it? yeah. <laughs> and I love grape juice. Like grape juice is my faves. Right. Grape juice doesn't really taste like grapes. Yeah, it's yeah. very different. It's killing me, man. Yeah. No, I, these I disagree. I think banana flavored things do taste like bananas. Do I, oranges I, taste like orange juice? Yes. Dude, no. You Definitely. know what you need to start out with? You, I will personally buy it for you. You need a chocolate covered frozen banana. Yes. Yeah, I, that that's how you start. Would be that's the how you best way how you like yeah. ease into like lube it up and, and slide, <laughs> like is, don't talk about no. lubing up a banana it, but with chocolate. Banana. No, with, to get it down your mouth with the chocolate. <laughs> like Some nuts, coat maybe. My throat yeah. Was <laughs> yeah, 
No, see, I don't like nuts. I mean, That's I actually, true. I, I, see, I avoided that actually. Yeah. I, I, I went for the joke. More I can than like, the, right. I actually can like nuts as long as it's in no type of dessert setting because I think Whoa. that is a crime against nature. You don't put nuts on a dessert. It, it's savory to sh- to show you no, the contrast with the sweet. Put bacon instead. I'm totally with Josh <laughs> on this one. <laughs> yeah, nuts, nuts on no, a Sunday. I, have you ever like, had bacon on a dessert though? I'm thinking it might actually be really good. It's not good. No, no, really? I have had no. it. Okay. Well, it's a patch you don't want to walk chocolate down. Chocolate covered banana. Yeah. I, I think that would probably be it. Now, I am still like, I'm talking probably 15 years away from that point. <laughs> sure. So, sure. But that would probably be, I no, think you are correct. In I think saying, you like, that's <laughs> the Trojan horse. You would <laughs> actually enjoy it. You would really like it. I might it. see that. I, that's the worry again. Like, banana might be a thing where I go, you might like, go never again. Like mo- erect a monument right. to it, like right. it, like n- I will not make that mistake. Or it'll be like, all right, so how do we get as many bananas in this house <laughs> as possible? Well, speaking of which, did you know that bananas are naturally radioactive? And yeah, I they, did. And like entire boats of them have to get like pre-screened. Yeah, for they they already what? know there's going to be an amount of radioactivity, so yeah. they need to check for like an. Ab- yeah. Too much amount, like to to kind of like cover a dirty bomb coming in or something like that. Like they're bananas naturally natural. radioactive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They yeah. Have, look look that up. I'm radiation. not making that up. Wow. Look it up on XKCD, the web comic. That's where I learned that. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So that may be just another reason why you might want to give it a shot. How do you get that? It? Is get, a good to gain yeah. superpowers? Yeah, you know, you're hitting all the right ways to get me into something right now. Like, I'm just like a lot of people be like, oh. But it's got these vitamins. They're like, get out of my face with that. Like, you are losing ground immediately. They're so healthy for you. It's like, you do not know who you're talking about. What if it's radioactive and covered in chocolate? (laughs) You're already starting. It's like, hey, they're naturally radioactive. You can get them frozen and covered in chocolate. On a stick. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just, I've been there before, man. Yeah. Also, the the favorite fruit of the doctor, by the way. That's a true fact. See? Okay. Now these are all good reasons. I'm like maybe ten years away from one now, <laughs> so I my with my luck, like I'll be like, you know what? It's fruit time. Like I'm ready to just. I have an entire world of fruits to go out, and then I wake up, go outside, and say, "Oh yeah, I forgot. The entire world is falling apart. There's no such thing as fruit anymore." Yeah. You know, that's you when I'll realize. That, and then Phil version. chimes in, "Grow your own." Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't even have to see. No, it'll be like I'm talking like ecologically. Like we no oh, longer have possible. a planet. Yeah, right, sure. Okay. I mean that's like ten years. But what right? sweeter but irony would there be? I know it's like, like a twi- you, it's like my own Twilight Zone. You episode. owe it to yourself. My glasses fall off, yeah. they break. Yeah, no, you really should. Like, what would a death be? It would be so meaningless without right, that. Right. So, so that's perfect. <laughs> Why broken down Statue of Liberty? But all those bananas it's every enjoyed. Twi- it's <laughs> okay. And of Planet of the Apes. <laughs> yeah. I'm being wheeled away from a plane. Yeah. Planet of the Apes with was written by Rod Sterling, by the way. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know that. All right. Hey, so let's get started here. That's seven minutes of total. <laughs> a- yeah, asinine. Uh, let's get into some internet recon. First story comes from the local. That's Germany's News English Online. Uh, a German water park has banned women from a high-speed slide, claiming whooshing water was causing intimate injuries. <laughs> <laughs> what? Some of these ladies weren't allowed to go on that particular slide because it was causing... Some injuries. Some serious damage. <laughs> oh, okay. 
yeah. damage to their lady parts. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's an exciting water slide. It's, right? <laughs> it's. It could be a potentially a a clearing out water slide. Yeah, like let's too? clean yeah. this up. If you were. <laughs> Just turn it down just a notch. Can, you, can we get like seventy five percent on that? Can you just take it down a little bit? But no, they gotta have it full. But those Germans, yeah, they like it full blast. So what I'm wondering is that, but guys are like, no, it's great. I don't know, man. I didn't read that far into it because it was, it was some German stuff that I didn't. I didn't want to see where that was going. Okay. I just. I just knew that it occurred and had right. to share. That right. I can send you guys the link if you need to verify, though. Oh. Okay. I'm fine. Okay. Right on. But yes, I agree with the Germans. Very good. Enema slide. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, basically. basically. Uh, this next one is a Bolivian press release. The Central South American country has announced that it will ban Coca-Cola Company by the end of the year, specifically Bolivia's Minister of External Affairs, David... Choquehanka has said that Coca-Cola will be expelled on December 21st as the date is the same on which the Mayan calendar enters a new cycle. The reason to celebrate the end of capitalism. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm on board with this. Wow. I'm, I kind of I kind of was hoping that it was going to be like we're going to ban Coca-Cola because it's on this date, because it's the end of the Mayan calendar, and we're afraid nothing's going to happen. So we might create. as well <laughs> we might as well make an event happen. It's the end of a cycle. Let's throw out Coke anyways, right? Why not? But no, they actually don't like capitalism. No, it, yeah, no, it's the end of capitalism. I, you know, it's but it's just, not the end of the world. Just so one company. I think I think we could yeah. handle that. Do they have any other companies? Uh, like, are I, they banning all capitalism? I, I don't know. I think they're just throwing out Coca-Cola for right now. It's like a, it's like a, a sacrificial. Like well, here's gonna, the thing: we'll sacrifice this one. They might not just be consumers of the product. I think, <laughs> I, I think they Coke also harvests sugar from their land. Oh, okay, oh, okay. That, so. might, that might <laughs> that might have a bigger effect than right. So I think it's kind of a little little bit of both. Well, if I yeah. didn't have Coke. I I'd put a gun in my mouth right now. You'd, I mean, you'd put a Pepsi in your mouth right no, now. No, you'd learn. Maybe no. Yeah, There's a big would. difference. No, you'd go to we RC. You try gonna RC. Gonna make that joke. <laughs> Royal Crown Cola. Uh, Jolt. I went to I went to this. Uh, it was kind of like a um, we we're in Hollywood over the weekend, which is a terrible decision, and I regret it always. <laughs> but if anybody, you know. I feel like there's a lot of people who still still kind of harbor a uh, a fantastical image of Hollywood. Oh, there's glamour. Yeah, yeah, and no, those, it's those people it have is, never really been there. Yes, it's yeah. it's terrible. But we we were there for reasons, and um, we went to a um, like a a little bur- It's a place called Burger Lounge, and it's actually a San Diego company that's that's come up. But they do like I, I grass. Went, I went to the one at, in San Diego. Yeah, yeah. They they I saw their ads during Comic Con. Yeah, they were I, right that's, around. That's when yeah. I went to the one in San Diego. Do, what'd you think? I liked it. They, are you going to talk about their sodas? Yes, that's yeah. exactly what I'm going <laughs> to talk about. Oh man, that's great that you're here. So yeah. they have like grass fed <laughs> burgers. Like all their all their stuff is like we try to use super well, not not necessarily like super organic, but like. We feel like this makes the tastiest meat. No, grass-fed makes a big difference. Yeah, so it's... it's Cows weren't, weren't it's, evolved it's, to it's not eat corn. The, right, it's not that the the beef is like, oh, it's super healthy for you. It's like, this just tastes the best. Yeah. 
So that's their whole thing. But their their other thing, Phil would already write them off because you can't get your own soda. Ugh. But they're they. Well, this is like a it's a re- it's it's almost like a restaurant where you sit down. If they bring it to like yeah, a fast table, food place, different. and they do like the people were so like just on top of it that they'll walk by your table and be like, oh, you need a refill here. Let me get it for you. It's in like a a plastic cup. It's not like a cup you take with you. Yeah. So I guess mm, that yeah. But so their soda setup, they have Diet Coke, right? Branded Diet Coke. Every other soda, though, was like a. It's like a like a not a knockoff, but it's like a ne- it's like, like a real sugar. Yeah, version they're basically. all cane sugar. None of them have caffeine. Like none of the sodas have caffeine, and they had every different flavor. So they had like. I forget what their names Mexican, were. I know Mexican cola was one of them. Mexican cola is one of them, but it, hmm. it's like that's what the flavor called because it's basically emulating Mexican Coke. Yeah. There was like Doctor Cola, yeah, was <laughs> uh, or Professor Cola, or, yeah, or something. Well, I think it was Professor. Something. There's like all these different. Uh, they were just setups like the flavors you would expect, but they're all cane. There was a root beer. Yeah. One they like, like Doctor Root. One. I yeah. think Doctor Root and Professor Cola. Yeah. <laughs> I think were the two things. All pure cane sugar, um, and it was so good. Yeah, I had the Mexican cola. It was oh, very so delicious. Very nice. Come like in a bottle or what? Like no, they're they're on tap. It's uh, it's from ah, a fountain. Oh. Yeah. Um, but they do all. Uh, it was really good. I forget why we were talking about that, but because uh, Bolivia is getting ready. Oh yeah, yeah. Man, they should just make their own. I'll bet you'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> As I bring that right around. Yep. <laughs> Very good. No, I, I will definitely bring in some Bolivian cola. If, I I get. if you're going to make it with real sugar, I'll drink. Even though I, I was like, I can only have one of these because I shouldn't be drinking free, a bunch of sugary soda. Capitalist but. tyranny. Right. Delicious. All right. This next one comes from KCRA.com. Uh, traffic. How do you guys feel about it? How does it make you feel? Oh, you know, it, when you, I it, when it happens, I'm just so excited. Do you like traffic? <laughs> yeah, so is it, I'm is so it a happy. Great way to catch up on podcasts. It is. It is the way I listen to podcasts. <laughs> Usually, it stresses people out. Yeah, there, right. I guess I could see that. <laughs> there's a point where if I don't leave by a certain a certain time, I might as well wait an hour because I get to work. 15 minutes later than any point within that hour I would leave. And how does it make you feel the waiting and the burning of the gas? That's terrible. And the yeah. inhaling of the smog. I like that part. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, okay. But I, yeah, I could see how yeah. maybe somebody wouldn't like it. Yeah, no, people don't like it. What if there were some type of aromatherapy out there on the asphalt? Would you think that would make it a little bit better? Uh, well, we like the smog, <laughs> and this seems to only <laughs> combat that part of it. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, they put scents out so that it uh, the whole world smells, or the whole tra- like highway smells better. A big rig carrying 200 gallons of vanilla extract blocked two lanes when it flipped along Interstate 80. <laughs> oh. That would be nice, actually. <laughs> yeah. You're just driving yeah. out. Like, I ah. think you would just get really hungry and not be able to do anything about it. Well, here's the thing. When surprisingly sweet things happen in a t- in a in like an environment that you're normally expecting nothing good to ever happen, yeah. it hits you much harder. Oh, yeah. So if you're just like, man, everything sucks because I'm on the road and I'm in traffic, and that is the way it's designed to be, yeah. and then all of a sudden you get this blast Somebody of like dumps vanilla. a couple. Oh, oh, yeah. Or like maple syrup, just a couple of jugs of maple Molasses syrup. Molasses yeah. is just pouring down, and yeah. you're like, hey, this is kind of nice. Right. 
Yeah, I could see that. See, I the thought they were going to propose to actually like intentionally do this. That's not really a bad yeah, idea. That's yeah, that's what I, I thought. Like planes were going to fly by, like crop <laughs> dusting. No, but just spray vanilla on us. No, it it was an over. I was thinking of a new way to bring in the overturned truck. Yeah, because that's a staple. Yeah. But hey, a truck flipped over. Guess what was in it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Chickens. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you, usually, yeah, yeah. A lot of times. Uh, all right. That's cool. Thank you, Gates. Um, uh, oh, there's also one other. I don't know if you're going to talk about it. I might. But I have some. Are you going to? What? <laughs> Fucking Mars Rover. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, we can, we maybe talk about that a little what? bit more. I think yeah, later. man. Okay. That's not. That's that's a, in a different league than a uh, man turned his tractor into a monster truck and crushed seven cop cars. Yes. <laughs> wow. You guys see this? Was he killed? No. He, they, I think he got away. No, they had to kill him for that. No, no. <laughs> well, here's the deal. Okay, so let's let's do this. This is Vermont. A uh, guy um, was uh, pissed off because he was arrested for marijuana possession. Char- that's what he was uh, charged with. So he uh, turned his tractor into a crazy cop car crushing death machine <laughs> and then got away because he crushed all the cop cars and they had nothing to go after him. <laughs> so there were no cops in the cars. This well, seemed, here's the thing. He did it while nobody was kind of around. Okay. So they didn't actually okay. know what had happened. Because I was going to say, if um, that were any type of confrontation, they would have shot him But no, he did, he did get captured. This seems like an Iron Man type scenario where he's captured and he has to improvise, create something to help him escape. <laughs> he <laughs> so makes a suit. Yeah, <laughs> out of his tractor. It's powered by prison wine, yeah. <laughs> like bag wine. And then uh, he's now being held on $50,000 bail. Uh, which seems a little light for uh, a quarter of a million dollars worth of damages. (laughs) But it just takes me back to like Tank Guy because I was like, I lived in San Diego and remember watching the video, like the live news footage of Tank Guy. And, you know, it's just like, what do you do? All these cops, for however long that went on, it was just newscasters talking to cops and cops were saying the same thing. What, what do we do? Like, we can't... We'll just follow him, I guess. Right. He's in a tank. Right. We, yeah. can't, we can't do anything about this. Uh, this guy, I guess, kind of got the drop on him, and maybe that's why he was All so right. successful. All right, that's, that's cool. Still, it's pretty sweet. It's terrible, but it's pretty you sweet. You know, it's one yeah. of those, like, I will do the time <laughs> for, for the crime. Yeah. Like, if, if he's got to sit in, in county for, like, eight months for that... Yeah. Yeah. The problem is, what for me is that it requires me to make the tractor into a machine. Like if you, if I just had one, but now you're saying, well, you need to spend the time to turn it in. Nah, forget it. You just want to be given. Yeah, kind of. I want to be given a that kind of thing. Usually happens during a montage, so it's it's not even that big of a deal. Right. Right. Yeah. I guess like, so. You know, he should have just played some like Grand Theft Auto. Like that's that's what I do when I <laughs> when like, get that get, urge. Yeah. When I get that urge, I'm like, well, I'll just do it here because you don't go a team on your van and weld trash can lids <laughs> to it. <laughs> no, I don't. I'd have to weld, and then I have to get a welder and. All right. Well, I mean, you just crank that Joe Esposito. It's over in five minutes. <laughs> yes. Again, yeah. I I keep forgetting to use. You're the best around to yeah. get things done. So. Uh, another story here. Uh, what would you do if uh, you owned like a bunch of Detroit? <laughs> Cry. 
A guy bought 650 foreclosed properties in, I believe this is in Detroit, for $4.8 million. 650 properties. Wow. wow. For He just snatched them all up as one big package. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. And That's what be- I would do if I had $4.8 million. People were, were pissed off, apparently, because... Because it was, a, it's sort of, I imagine it's sort of like a buy it now type situation where they were like, well, we're going to auction these all off. But if somebody wants to pay this for kind of not crazy amount of money, but, you know, if someone wants to just lump sum it, yeah. you totally why, can. Why would they deal with selling one for 100000 right. this one right. for 120000 exactly. They're like, we're going to make the amount of money we feel good about. He gets 650 houses for $4.8 million. Wow. What is he going to do with do them you know- now? Well, he's apparently going to, um, he's he's selling them to you know whoever's interested. He's basically giving them uh, like selling them for near auction prices because he kind of doesn't care. Like he's still going to make a ton of money, and then apparently a bunch of them he's just going to donate because there's no, nothing to do with them. All he basically did was pay the back taxes on the properties. That's wow. how he got them. So he owns like what is that a quarter of Detroit? Yeah. 650 houses. That's pretty rad. Yeah. yeah. So maybe he could set up his own, like, I wish Robocop, I could. Robocop, you know, it's like <laughs> theme park. If that's I could get a do. loan for that much, <laughs> then. Yeah, this well, guy just had it. <laughs> well, that's kind of what Detroit is just a really too realistic version <laughs> of a Robocop theme park. <laughs> oh. you know, Robocop's not there to save you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of a crap. It's the crappiest yeah. version of it's. Well, if it's, you're if you live in the Robocop world, that's what Detroit is. It's the ninety percent of the time. Robocop. It's yeah. the theme park that's the prequel to Robocop yeah. before they made Robocop. Yeah. So there's no Robocop to save you <laughs> yet. They're just gonna skip straight to the drones. But you don't know. But you don't know at what point in the timeline you're living in RoboCop Detroit. Yeah, it could be ten years yeah, before exactly. RoboCop, or it could yeah. be like a day. It's been bad for a long time. Yeah. But RoboCop shows up at some point. You don't know when that point is. Yeah. I watched that movie recently. That movie's so great. It is. It's fantastic. I buy that for a dollar. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> and then I tweeted about RoboCop. And I buy that for a dollar. Followed me and retweeted my tweet. No that way. Guy tweeted yeah. at me too. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what I said that triggered it though. I think. I oh, think I, I, I replied to you, and yeah. then I think I just got lumped yeah. into that. So it's a little bit like you're just shooting anything there. Yeah. I guess. I just um, had a Green Lantern tweet. <laughs> ugh. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's scary. What yeah. was it? <laughs> I was uh, I was live tweeting half yeah, of Green Lantern. What was the? Retweet that oh that got uh, the yeah. I buy that for uh, you said you know, greetings for good night Robocop and it's like I was at a Robocop so I had to use Green Lantern didn't turn out as well oh I feel bad now I'm just retweeting my dumb joke I yeah, know <laughs> on a podcast I apologize <laughs> internet <laughs> that you was should. like the worst thing repeating a, a tweet on a podcast <laughs> this one time I had a super yeah. wicked awesome tweet. I'm gonna repeat it for you now. <laughs> I made some good Facebook posts this week too. Can I tell you guys about them? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I could just read those. <laughs> uh, final story here. Six-year oil. <laughs> wow. Six, I may just cut that and it makes me sound like I'm normal, but maybe I'll just leave all this in. A six-year-old Utah boy. It's the word Utah that screwed me up at the end uh, of six-year-old. Yeah. So I'm like, how am I going to get there? A six-year-old Utah boy was sick and nobody knew why. Three years. Terrible sinus problems. They thought it was bacteria, uh, trying all kinds of different antibiotics. Um, 
And then one physician uh, kind of say brain worms. <laughs> <laughs> so they're trying to figure out what's wrong with this kid. Uh, chronic health problems, three years, right? I'm really worried about um, a brain worm. <laughs> So uh, one specialist started looking uh, around his nose and noticed that there was kind of a distended area around it, and he goes up there with some medical devices, I would imagine. He used the thing in Total Recall. Yeah, maybe. He sticks around there, pulls out, no. it's gross, no. big uh-uh. huge ball of fungus, uh, uh. and mucus, and grossness, uh. and what is under it? A Lego tire. <laughs> Kid had shoved a Lego tire up his nose three years ago. <laughs> Health problems ever since. Oh, my gosh. Doctor cured him, yanking that, that sucker out. The best part about it, though, is that and Lego, yeah, once and, they and, rinse and it <laughs> off, it'll be fine. <laughs> you can play that again. You're going to give the kid the tire back? Yeah. Dude, Legos never die. Yeah, but, yeah, but he'll he, stick it up his nose yeah, again. He clearly has a problem. <laughs> That's no, true. it's what well, I uh, Phil. You have kids. I would just assume anytime they're sick at all, the first thing I'd be is like, well, "How many Legos there. you got up in your nose? <laughs> yeah. Go make yeah. the count. Let me just let me dig around for a little bit. Just blood. Okay, you're really <laughs> sick. <laughs> uh, I have an actual real story. True story. My brother shoved. You know the the Lego. Phil, you're a Lego guy. Absolutely. The Lego the Lego things that are one. It's one like. I don't know, little peg. It can only fit on one peg at a time, and they're circular, like almost like little tiny barrels. Yes, I know exactly. Yes. What, what do you call those? I don't know. I don't Lego know the pieces names are have for names. Him. Okay. Well, he had that. Shoved that up his nose. We knew it. We watched it happen. Sure. We knew what it was. Shoves it up there, gets it stuck, starts screaming, starts crying. My mom, dad, take him to the emergency room. We go to the emergency room. We tell him, doctor, he's got something stuck up his nose. We know what it is. It's terrible. You need to get this out. He's crying. He's screaming. Blood is starting to come out of his nose, all this (laughs) stuff. Doctor is walking up, ready to handle this. Brother sneezes, flies right out. (laughs) Wasted doctor's time. My dad was so pissed. (laughs) Have to go home, pay pay the, you know, doctor like walks up, says, pay me. Right. (laughs) Because, of course, we've already wasted his time. I'm I'm surprised your dad didn't shove it back up there just to make the doctor earn his pay. (laughs) (laughs) I've probably been like, you know what, can you check? Uh, Look at the other one. I don't know. Find something. There's there's probably something wrong there. So, uh, wow. all right, that has been uh, our internet recon. Uh, guys, let me tell you just a few stories about the impending food gauntlet. Food gauntlet! I was hungry until that last story. Well, <laughs> let's, none of these are going to make you hungry again, so <laughs> don't worry, because that's generally not what we do. Uh how about some um, stories about different food products that are coming out? Uh, the Midwest is going to get some test. Uh, they're going to do some test markets for a malt-flavored Mountain Dew. Ooh. Ooh. Like chocolate malt? I think that it would be like alcohol malt, right? Oh. Like malt flavor? That's oh. weird. See, I was thinking yeah. more like a shake type malt. Yeah, I want shake too. I'd, I'd go there. But would you want malt in... I don't think I'd want malt in no, citrus. I, I think he's right. I think he's right. I think it would have to go like alcohol-free, so, like Cobra... F- 
It's a like, pricier malt flavored variety of drink called Mountain Dew Johnson City Gold. Oh, <laughs> oh no, that's, that is definitely that's malt choice. liquor. That is yes. pee. Yes, yeah. that, that is, is absolutely. That's what you call it after you drink it. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> this is like this is like fill fact territory. <laughs> Johnson City is named after the the Johnson City Gold product would be named after the Tennessee town that gave birth to the original Mountain Dew. <laughs> So before it was called Mountain Dew, I guess. But yeah, they uh, they're they're this month they're gonna start. Uh, wow. Seeing if people want to try Johnson City Gold Mountain Dew. Wow. I've, that I've, that I've, has too too many words. Yeah, it does. Yeah. But I I don't know. It feels like it might be like uh, regional, so people be like, oh, it's got our name on it. Uh, Drink so it up. We're specifically shooting for Johnson City. I guess <laughs> I don't know. I, I I think I've asked this before, but Mountain Dew, yay or nay? I'm a yay. I will have it only in the most dire circumstances. I think I'd rather die what? than drink it. I, mean, I might even try this Johnson City Gold. Really? Yeah. Mountain Dew is del- like, I have to cut down because I shouldn't oh. drink so much. It's delicious, though. I think it's I'd, awful. I it's, do. it's the O'Doul's of malt liquor is what's going to be happening. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, depending on where they go with that whole malt concept, I don't know about I that. I think yeah. that it looks like, like regular Mountain Dew looks like something you should be putting in like a refrigeration unit to make it colder. So like, I don't yeah. want to. Why does that not make yeah. it more awesome? I don't want to <laughs> drink that. It's it it feels sci-fi drinking. Yeah. <laughs> it fe- it feels wrong. Yeah. No, it like I'll attest to that. Like I don't like it. I would never tell people to drink it. It's full of terrible chemicals and and whatnot. But I have drank it, and it does make you feel like weird, like in a space cadet kind of <laughs> way. <laughs> like like I, like I, maybe I should be on a shuttle. Right. No. Totally. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, Wendy's of Japan. J- Japanese Wendy's. Uh, I didn't know that was allowed. Well, guess what? <laughs> Wendy's Japan. What are they doing? Uh, they are m- making uh, their menu a little bit fancy with uh, caviar and lobster offerings. Ooh. So would you like those a... Are, those um, are crayfish. Premium. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and the spawn of, of fish, right? right. What, yeah. Wait, is, is caviar the name of the fish that has the eggs or is that what the eggs are called from a different that's what the eggs are called from any fish there's different varieties of fish are called different things so caviar is always fish eggs right you can have different types of caviar right so like you can have beluga caviar not actually from a beluga but from a sturgeon i believe it's different types of fish every one of those words is disgusting (laughs) beluga sturgeon caviar i don't like it it's horrible i just happen to know He's uh, got. Ri- Phil has rich tastes. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, one percenter it, like, over here. Twice, and it's awful. As he sits in his palatial estate with yeah. his with his workers. His <laughs> yeah. Uh, premium caviar and lobster sandwich and the lobster surf and turf burger, which uh, those are the Japanese names, of course, right? <laughs> yeah. That I'm I'm worried. So listen, that. listen to this, you. Oh, and then they have like a, a garden sensation salad with lobster and caviar. Do you want to know the equivalent uh, do- prices for these burgers, <laughs> these sandwiches? $16 Dang. and no, then a $20 salad. See, this angers me because the USA is no longer number one. Like, why can't <laughs> they bring that royal fare over to my Wendy's table? Would you eat that? 
I know, but Lobster, I, surf, I and need that burger. as an option. I need to know that my Wendy's is the most opulent Wendy's <laughs> in the world. No, man, you gotta go. You gotta go to Japan for that. No, yeah. I see no, that's in, in the in the fast food and, and shitty food category for variety. Japan has has been beating us for years. We're never gonna beat them. Yeah, you ever see how many flavors of Kit Kat they have? Yeah, USA is not number one. They win We're, at everything. We can get more fattening, and we can get more of it. Uh, right. But when it comes to variety, okay. yes. Japan is miles ahead. Okay. Yeah, so, that, that's so absolutely the the, so the swing. You'll give me quantity, maybe. <laughs> we'll dude. give you quantity, yeah. and we'll give you more fried things. Okay. Yes. Well, we're number okay. one at something. Yeah, I will mm. hold on to that. Yeah, and that's the other thing is all of our uh, the quality of all of our stuff is terrible because it's made to be super cheap. And you can get a ton of it, and then it's just make you fat. Yeah. Choo so, choo. Yeah, I'm on board. And finally, uh, McDonald's uh, wants to go after the elusive two to five a.m. breakfast market. So you want to get breakfast from two to five a.m.? Yes. McDonald's got you covered. That is exciting. Yeah. That is, is that something that's kind you of exciting, see actually. yourself doing? Yeah, Here's actually. the thing. I'm excited about being able to get breakfast at that time, but I would be more excited if it was literally anywhere else but McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of places do breakfast all the time. What places don't that you would really want? Well, like fast food places. I don't, I don't yeah. think a lot of them would do breakfast at early. Like, like Jack in the Box does. Yeah, but that's, like, uh, that's okay. the one step Del above. Del Taco McDonald's. still does. Oh, Del Taco still does, what apparently. What do they serve for breakfast at Del Taco? Yeah, I don't know. Breakfast they burritos at Del Taco are yeah. the best things ever. Their breakfast quesadilla is actually really I, good. Okay. Churros, As, as a person churros, that enjoys churros. a real breakfast burrito, is a Del Taco no, breakfast burrito going to make me angry? It. Probably. It's, I, yeah, okay. don't it's do called it. that in name, but it's still I delicious. I think the, the best fast food equivalent is not a burrito at all, but the Carl's Jr. breakfast burger has similar ingredients, but they put it in burger form, and it's, it's that, fantastic. That would probably be okay. You have to unhinge your jaw to eat it, though. Yes, that is true. <laughs> so? It, is that a problem? It has you? tater tots inside the <laughs> burger. Yes. <laughs> that is madness. Uh, so here's the crazy thing. There's a lot of McDonald's that are already open 24 hours. Like there's, I've there's, seen there's You can see it. Just the yeah. drive-thru. Just, Just the drive-thru. Because the, they don't want hobos and chilling in there. From that is, time until like 6 a.m., it's just the... It's the regular menu. Like you can get burgers. Yeah. But what that, what this would do is now you have, you know... For that two to five a.m., two to ten thirty, really in now, the, the next morning. Now, are we talking yeah. just breakfast? No, huh? I think that they offer both. Yeah. Then why can't they do that past ten thirty? I don't know. <laughs> right. I don't know. That's what has always angered me about Carl's Jr. I think they have far and away the best breakfast menu, and it always stops at ten thirty, and I'm never awake early enough to eat it. Do are you guys interested in hearing the made up? buzzword that they've created <laughs> for the people group that they're going after. The ad wizards have made it up. You ready like for it? the job creators? No, no. Like the, the marketing force behind this have named the people that they are going after at this 2 to 5 a.m. breakfast market. People who are interested in eating breakfast at 2 to 5 a.m., they have named those people. The tr- it, trucker tweakers. Is it like Taco Bell where they go like so close to just outright calling them stoners? <laughs> No. Okay. Because that is the direction Taco Bell is just. This ran- is different. You ready okay. for it? This is what they're going after. Nocturnivores. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I can't tell if I hate that or love good. it. That's pretty good. <laughs> You'll say you it though. Because you didn't think it. of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? I gotta. I gotta give it to McDonald's yeah. this time. Nocturnivore. 
You know, no, they did it. Good for them. Yeah. Good for them. Because yeah. that's just really early in the morning. That's not. It depends on what night. side of the sleep schedule you're on there. Yeah. 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 I, I'd be catching that on the early morning, not the late yeah. night. Right. So you're not but a nocturnal. It, it, look, <laughs> and if you're not, if you are nocturnal, that is your lunch or dinner time too. To Correct. But so g- A plus for punnery, but the F for accuracy. Also, <laughs> stoners do get hungry at two, three a.m. Yeah. Come on, that's somebody's got to feed. Taco them. Bell knows it. And maybe they maybe they're starting their day. I think it, it coincides Breakfast with the would be the bars getting. They want all that bar crowd. And that's their oh, thing about uh, about having the only the drive through open is they're pretty much actively encouraging drunk or stoned driving. <laughs> what do yeah. they? What do they? That's that's sixteen percent of their market share. <laughs> yeah. right so there. I learned something crazy. The, uh, this is all uh, basically a lot of people are excited about. This is because it allows for more opportunity to get what's called the Mc Ten Thirty Five. I fell oh. down a hole, and that is the McDonald's secret menu. Oh, they what? have a secret like, menu too? Not really. It's actually you order two Phil, things. Phil just got hard. Yeah, I heard yeah, it. Yeah, I like secrets. So and food. it's not really what it is. It's not secret menu like um like in and out. You can like go in and, and they have a term you can say, and they will know what and you they, mean, and they will make it. And for they it. have but they it actually shows up on like they've yeah. programmed it into their system. No, no, this is more along the lines of the Mc Ten Thirty Five is you order a McDouble and an egg McMuffin, oh, no. and then you take the egg and the Canadian bacon from the McMuffin and you put it into the McDouble. The reason why it's a Mc Ten Thirty Five is you can only get it. At the period of time <laughs> when the breakfast menu is ending, and they still have a few of those, uh, like those egg McMuffins made, under, you under grab one of those. But the lunch menu is kicked over. It's basically ten thirty-five is when you can get it. Oh no! So, wow. so that's like unlocking a life achievement for like the most pathetic <laughs> yeah. realm of for humans. monsters. Basically, yeah, kind of sounds okay. cool though. I want to try it. Would you? Would you eat that, Phil? I, I would try it once. Yeah, I mean, but See, but here's the thing: like, just like in a video game, you only have to hit that achievement mark once. once. Yeah, and then you've got yeah. it. I can so say I've tried the points. Yeah. So yeah. okay. And if so you, mean, you can do it in an alternate save why, file that you yeah. don't keep playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's too bad we don't have save states. Like, yeah. nope, that was <laughs> awful. Can get that, I would try fruit right now if I had save states because I'd be like, forget <laughs> it. Uh, the thing is, is that you do have to. This requires some construction. Some food, you know, you have to you have to dismantle and reappropriate food right, items. See, then you're taking a good hard look at the McDonald's egg. Oh which yeah, is something you do no, not want no, to do. Good call. Also, like just any time you start de- deconstructing the food at all, never inspect it. it yes, no, <laughs> no. you want because to cram it, it in without. Like, yeah, the you, longer you look at it, you could just make anything. Like just uh. get crazy th- uh, menu items and put them together. I mean, you're you're already <laughs> playing Legos with food now, <laughs> anyways. Why? What's to stop you? <laughs> what kind of sick Legos Dr. Frankenstein? <laughs> uh, you're gonna make things that. That that uh, will violate yeah. the laws of physics. Yeah, like there's no way that these things should even be Dude. sitting here. And it's just <laughs> spinning in the air, like it can't. <laughs> gravity can't grab a hold of it. No, there's no end. What if there's yeah. a Jack in the Box right next to a McDonald's? Oh, oh my god. <laughs> It's, it's just, like, what if I'm eating a Big Mac with the buns from a Jumbo Jack? <laughs> yeah, no, you're going to get lost in a it's, world it's a of... a Big Jack. <laughs> <laughs> or the Jumbo Mac. <laughs> depends on which bun you use. <laughs> it depends, <laughs> We're yeah. going to lose an entire generation what if to you, this. What if you put... 
What if you put a, a, a Carl's Jr. spicy chicken sandwich, you replace the middle bread piece in a Big Mac with just a chicken sandwich? <laughs> Whoa. Okay, I think we've got a great thing here. What we need to do is make a website. We create these little challenges and allow people to unlock achievements with their little membership on our website. By so it's kind of like Yelp, but like anarchists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to go to a restaurant. You have to snap a picture of things it that are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and then you submit it and we unlock your achievement. That's wow. that sounds like a lot of work. No, I have to pay us though, it. so it makes money. Oh, okay. Rock there you go. Here. We got I think we just put that idea out there and then someone else does it and gives us the money they Okay, that, that, that sounds I'm better. always for that idea. For someone else doing it, you gotta you want to get Winklevoss? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, the, the, they didn't have a podcast to prove they thought of it first. Yeah, <laughs> that was their Ooh, big yeah. mistake. Those guys should have been podcasting. Yeah, what a bunch of bosses. <laughs> All right, so that's been uh, Food Gauntlet. Uh, so big news! Big news. We've landed on Mars. Ooh. Yeah. Right. Like, no, that's for a reals? big. That's a big deal. I wanted to get all excited about that when I had some energy, but now I'm all just. I'm like, <laughs> I'm very content about it. I'm, we, I'm, I'm sitting back and just basking in the. We've yeah, simulated the same effect after of eating a bunch of like McDonald's breakfast, where you're just sitting going, Yeah, I, <laughs> I, need to just sit here. Yeah, and that's, die. That's where I'm at right now. But I'm, I'm basking in the awesomeness of like the calculations necessary to execute all that. Yeah. Like I just I sat through so many math class I failed like three math classes in college trying to get to Mars. Well, no, I tried. <laughs> <You laughs> no, trying to learn algebra. Uh, like okay. I just I couldn't yeah. wrap my head around it. I couldn't yeah. figure it out. And then I had this breakthrough moment where it all made sense, and it was like the like I saw the Matrix. And that's it was exactly awesome. my situation. Only that breakthrough never happened, and I still don't get it. No, any of that dude. Stuff. Here's the problem. It, like when they're teaching you math, they give you like, here's one small principle. Here's another small principle. Here's another small principle. And they just keep like lining up these small little principles. And you're like, I, if I didn't get the first, why I'm not going to get the second, third, fourth. <laughs> yeah. But what they need to do is start kids off with calculus, just real basic principles and be like, okay, here's, here's the motion that we're just going to be measuring. Like, you know, like if you see the big picture application of algebra, you can be like, oh, that's why I have to learn all these stupid little principles. Um, I'm just saying. Gotcha. Big picture down when they're thinking Much small easier. and up. Yeah, okay. definitely, definitely. So you're saying start with the hardest. Yes. And then teach them, you know. And then everything's easy <laughs> after this, kids. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not saying you have to teach them the exacts of calculus, but you have to show them the reasoning behind it so that then they can... It's like the idea. Right. It's It's like... If you were handed one Lego at a time your entire, you know, like career in school and they never showed you a map of how to assemble them or even a picture on the box of what it's supposed to look like at the end. It's like they need to package math and algebra like here's the picture at the end on the box. Here's the instructions. Now we're going to give you the little pieces that add up to that picture on the the box. Isn't the picture at the end of the box for math like those classic just chalkboards of figures (laughs) that don't make any sense? Because I feel like if you show me that, I'll be like, yeah, no. No, no. It never going to happen. I'm saying the the trajectory of... The picture at, like, the, at the end of the box is Mars landing on Mars. There you yeah. go. There you go. Okay. There you go. See? They, exactly. Yeah. Now, now calculate, all right, how fast did it have to go? This is why I'm excited about this kind of stuff because it's, you know, we don't... Unfortunately, we're never going to have... 
I don't know, maybe, maybe, and I don't even feel like this is really it because it's not getting the attention it deserves, but like, there's a whole host of kids in the 60s that were inspired by the moon landing. Oh, yeah. And like, what, like, everybody stopped and was like, look, guys, we landed on the moon and, and we don't have that as much anymore. Yeah. Uh, and and maybe this should be it, but I I feel like we're all excited about it. But I don't like know. The kids aren't getting. Yeah, excited. I don't know if the kids are excited about it. True. What are the kids doing? What are the kids doing right now, well, Phil? Uh, they're at um, Costco with mommy. <laughs> they don't even care. They don't even care. <laughs> they're buying celebratory prizes for Mars, though. I'm sure. Oh, okay. Well, then that's okay. In, uh, <laughs> in in this new era, in this new generation, the adults are the children too. So. Yeah, you know, but it's cool. We landed on Mars. Yeah. So yeah, uh, uh, how long just is like it going to be something before Mars people start like coming up with like conspiracy theories that it's fake? Nobody, I I don't know. Nobody it's, cares this time. Yeah, I mean, I've got all type of theories of things that are true, and there's nothing seemingly untrue about this. So even it's our well, resident conspiracy theorist thinks it's real. That's what. Yeah. I, Do you believe we landed on the moon? Um. Wow. See, I not think there would even be a pause. There. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. I think that there because you easily you you can accept that we landed on Mars, but you don't accept that we landed on the moon. There's a big di- no, no, no. There's way a, harder there's than the other. I disagree. There's a big difference about <laughs> throwing something at Mars, hitting it, and having it function, and sending you know three humans out there to do it landing on the object and returning back but we didn't just throw it at mars this time did you they have like a parachute and rockets and then it came out on a thing i was using that as like a a a, but rhetorical device in (laughs) essence we threw a we threw a ship of dudes at the moon yeah i mean if you're gonna you could use a lot less of it came back yeah no i know i'm not i'm not gonna i I can't say that no (laughs) we didn't land on the moon I don't. I but you are saying we for sure landed on Mars. Um, I think that's. <laughs> I mean, as as for sure as you can be. I, okay. you no, know. sending out a a probe is a lot different than sending out three humans and bringing them back. It's Not the, really. It's the bringing yeah. it back that. Yeah, but okay. So, but the the first part of it still. So stands. if they bring the probe back, then you're and again, no it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot less. The, well, the, the distance is the ma- yeah different. the magnitude between the moon and Mars. Yeah, I, I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm just I've heard some very convincing arguments that maybe there was some manipulation as far as footage or or Stanley Kubrick being involved. <laughs> I heard uh, that China's going to the moon like this year with people. Yeah, no, just robots. Oh, is it just robots? I think it's I just, just heard robots, China was man. going to the moon. I don't. No, I assumed it was people because that's what they have the most to throw at. <laughs> I thought that they might just. Yeah, the rocket is actually <laughs> made of. People. We're just gonna have people stand on each other's Their backs shoulder. and we'll get there. We'll just and then the person who touches it just holds on and everybody else falls back down. Uh, no, I thought that I don't know what they're doing. They're going to the moon some way. Cool. China's like we're just gonna make our own moon. It'll have the it'll say moon on it, but it won't be a ripoff of the moon. <laughs> but it'll we'll say moon with like three O's or something. <laughs> <laughs> so they can't legally call it the moon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right on. So uh yeah, so that's happening. Uh uh Olympics are still going on. Uh everybody okay. hate everybody hates me for my thoughts <laughs> on Olympics. <laughs> no. Funny. There was a Chinese woman that lifted something like seven hundred and twenty six pounds over her head. Yeah. 
That would be all three of us combined, basically. <laughs> yeah. I saw John Cena lift the Big Show over yeah, I know. last night. Wow. Like wrestlers he, have been he, doing that he forever. he threw him down afterwards, okay. and it was cool. Oh, no, no, no. Right, and right, right. Way more interesting. So so let me just throw it at you from this angle. Okay. Just like he's saying he went and saw the Big Show. Big Show's a bit of a freak, right? He Paul White, he, what, he's 7'6", yeah. 450 pounds? Yeah. Maybe a little more, but yeah. He is. He should be part of a freak show, you know, right? Wouldn't you agree? I'm no, saying the same. Freak no. shows are... Freak show just he comes out and says, "Look, I'm big," and yeah, then goes back. Yeah, freak his, shows yeah. don't exist anymore because. Yeah. But they do. It's on TV now. Well, is yeah, the point. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is you okay. can look at the Olympics like a freak show. Like that person right there is the world's strongest woman. But and then I'm going to say that the WWE is a better freak show. Yeah, <laughs> if somebody else is doing it better. It's, but it's not the world's best. Like I'm saying, you take all the like the world's fastest man. That is just cool. The dude that can cover, you know, a hundred meters yeah. the fastest. But I, I don't know. I'm like, he's a, yes, he's a big I'm, Jamaican guy. I'm not guy. saying that they that the Olympians aren't people that do things like that. I'm saying it's boring, yeah. and I have not heard anything. I'm, and I'm proposing that you enjoy it at the freak show factor. But then Benson again brings up that I can see much better freak shows elsewhere. So it's not even a very good freak show. It's a really rigid jingoistic freak show. Yeah. Okay, I, I'll give you points for using the term jingoistic. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you win games. But it's still amazing to see, like, you know, some four foot ten chick do four flips over what would be the whole thing. You know, the whole size of of your stairwell there. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Okay. I see some I of the high flying wrestlers do the same. No, and, and, <laughs> and, and, and then land on a dude at the end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I think the dudes are where you're really focusing here, and I, I'm trying to keep it. I'm trying did to keep you, it. Clean. Did you see the 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 badminton stuff where like the four teams were all disqualified for be- trying to lose because they were all trying to lose? Why were they trying uh, to lose? I was basically I if I understand correctly, it came out of the fact that they like won their first matches and then their second match, if they lost, they would end up going into their like final match against a much worse opponent, therefore making it really easy for them to win. So it was all to their best advantage to not win the next match. So they all were playing super terribly and actually had to like the, they stopped it several times. So like coaches and the ref could be like, Hey, come on, guys. Like, we could play badminton better than you. Like, you're supposed to be Olympians. But, of course, it was, like, China and South Korea, and they all, you know, want to win more than anything. So, like, I don't know. Like, China just, like, you know how China does, uh, like, gymnasts? They basically take little kids away from their family when they're very, very young and raise them in a government-run institution to win medals. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they have to be defeated. Well, okay. That's a reason to <laughs> defeat them. But what I'm saying is that it's not much different from then, like the factory house that makes all other gymnasts. I saw that there's some country, I think in Africa maybe, that if they win, they get rewarded. But if they lose, they have to go to like labor camps. That's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, what if we beat Labor them? camps is where you get strong. Oh, also, it might be a, it might be work and food. <laughs> oh, so it's a positive thing. Uh-huh. Maybe I don't know. Um, I, I, I look. Uh, uh, people have been spitting it at me. 
consistently. And here's the thing. I'll, I'll, I'll read a, a special email that we got here. I wanted to um, hate on it more than you is the thing. Like, I really thought hating on the <laughs> Olympics was going to be my... You're really bad at you it. You had to defend, defend no, but he's Josh just, yeah, so he's, they would still be there for you I'm, to tear I'm down. I'm way better at hating on it than You're you are. You're so far beyond the pale that you... Okay, because I want to admit that, yeah, there's some amazing, awesome human moments there, but the rest of it is just a marketing mecca sure. like bullshit. I... I, I Look, okay, so I have some things to say. So first, let me read this. This comes from probably, I think, like, OG PillageCast fan Sean Connolly Jr. S. Connolly. Remember oh, him? Yeah. Long time ago? Long time ago? Maybe there's no junior there. I thought there was, Sean. Maybe it's his dad they've been listening so Sean long. Sean C! <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> Anyways, he sent in a great email. Uh, he says, hey, guys, Josh, you are totally wrong about the Olympics. As someone who was a competitive swimmer from elementary school through my four years of NCAA eligibility. Oh, nice. Are those numbers important? Because I think they are. About 13 years, basically says. Competitive swimming. I was trained at least three hours a day, six days a week, and I was not even good enough to compete in Division II NCAA swimming. So by claiming that if you just shot an arrow every day, you could compete is way off base. And the best thing about the Olympics versus other competitive sports is it's all done for pride in oneself and for their country, not a $100 million paycheck. The Olympics is sport at its best. Sean, I want to say something very important here. When I talk about Olympics, when I talk about sports, I am not talking out of my ass. I am talking out of the asses, the collective asses of my entire bloodline. Every male Anderson throughout history, I'm speaking through their asses on the top of sports. So everyone who's freaking out that I don't like sports, calm down. My opinion on your precious Olympics or sports, it does not matter because I'm literally talking out of a, an entire an entire generation, so a genealogy, a tree of asses. None, right? none of them played sports, or is that what? You're... No, I th- I'm just I'm I'm putting all of my faults on my in- ancestors. <laughs> so, uh, nature so, more than nurture. So I, I'm sure that uh, I yeah I look I don't like sports and I'm no good at sports. So of course I'm not going to like them. But maybe um, there's a there's like no here's a, there's so many different <laughs> ways to approach this. But first and foremost. <laughs> No one starts out good at sports. No one. You That's have, not true. No. There's tons of there's tons of people that just end up they they it takes them very little time. Like they just they're out there and when they throw the ball, they throw it almost perfect. Like they don't really they have to work on maybe other things. There are people that you put as, a guitar in their hand. As a seven year old never they've never really touched it before and they just start playing better than I was like at five years. And the, the preponderance of normal humans are not like that. That's still learn to overcome yeah. that initial awkwardness. But there's progenies. Yeah, so Prodigy. well so some people are really, really, really good. Well they start just, out incredibly amazingly at at the beginning they then work at being beyond what we would consider great but they start out at what any normal person would say oh that's my entire life working at it they just started at it i mean okay for every one of those there's someone like michael jordan who didn't even start on his high school basketball team no, sure. I, saw, I saw space jam i'm pretty sure in the flashback he was great when he was a kid <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah Animated. It's the it's the Who Framed Roger Rabbit of basketball, man. Come on, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, the Looney Tunes got no. good in like a week too, yeah. so they obviously had some natural talent <laughs> as well. No, you. I, I'm. 
I understand what you're saying, but what you said is nobody is. And I'm saying, no, that's not true. There are some. Okay. Point, like such a small percentage is that prodigy level. What I'm saying is that most people that okay. endeavor in any sport push through the uncomfortable phase of being awkward at it in sure. order to achieve something greater. And I'm saying you were complaining you're not good at sports and that's why you don't like them. And I'm postulating no, that two you, different things. Two different things. Uh, they're directly he correlated. He's not good at sports. I am and not. Also, he doesn't like. Correct. Them. They are entirely <laughs> correlated. No. No, I'm what, not any good no? at them. I'm not any good at them. There are and and there are plenty of things that I'm not any good at, and yeah, I still like. Right. And I'm ter- and, and I'm and I and I do not find them enjoyable. There are plenty of things that I'm very very good at that I do not find enjoyable. Yeah, I just don't. I don't. So that. those two things are completely mutually exclusive. I'll second that. I, there are things that I'm bad at that I love, and things that I'm good at that I hate. Yeah. If, if exactly. moving around in your human body were one of them, <laughs> I guarantee you'd enjoy it. No, I wouldn't. That is a lie. I don't. I don't like. Like I'm not into hardcore competition. Like I don't you know, care. I'll say even. Uh, you know, uh, as a kid, I was tall, so I was kind of good at basketball. I could get rebounds and stuff that other yeah, kids couldn't yeah. get, and I enjoyed playing that. I still didn't enjoy watching it. Yeah. See? Three ways. I, no. I, but no, they, those are two completely separate things. I, think I do not enjoy I them, and I am not any good at them. I think you may want to like be a little bit more introspective and go a little bit deeper <laughs> on that one. If you, no, if, I'm, no, if, hey, if a genie I, granted me wish right now, is like you are star, insert sport here. Star, you are the best in the world. I still not like it. <laughs> I could do it. And I probably would do it, but I wouldn't enjoy it. Okay. It your, it no, no. I, I mean, yeah, it'd be my job. I, yeah. I'm good at my job. I don't like my job. I'm not good at my job. What am I talking about? <laughs> yeah, but if I was good, at, if I was good at my job, <laughs> I still, still would like not it. like my job. I, I mean, I can't believe that you can't even admit that there's a correlation. No, there's not. Like totally a, separate. A little one. Totally separate. Just even tiny. They, one could Just, influence the other, maybe. Oh, really? Yeah. Could it? So even in that admission. <laughs> all right. Okay, counselor. <laughs> we'll let the jury decide on that one. Maybe, yeah. I'm looking forward to what everyone's going to say to me about this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, nobody, nobody, as of yet, no one has bested me because I still don't think it's, uh, I still think they're boring. How about this? Could you, just for sport find something that you like it like wade through it and just pile up a mass such a, a mountain of things you hate about it but then find one thing that you actually do enjoy could you find that one thing i don't understand the question I, yes <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm sure saying he needs to give it a chance if and he in, watched every sport could he find one that he liked not every sport i'm just saying like one event a day Oh no! Are you kidding? <laughs> Just turn on oh, no. I'm, I'm saying they stream it online. I'm saying Just that a little of, window. Out of how many games are there? A lot, right? What's the number? Like, is there? There's over a hundred different events. Okay, over a hundred different events. And let's say that there's eight. You're saying there's there's got to be a moment in there that you would watch and genuinely get excited about. It's not worth my time, and the amount of enjoyment is not worth it. I already know the things that I can that i can do that i enjoy immediately but could you enjoy hating it oh i already do (laughs) i enjoy the hate from afar imagine how much deeper you can get into wallowing in that (laughs) if you just gave it a little chance then you're studying to hate and that's not what hate's about exactly and and here's (laughs) the thing i don't i don't hate i mean i think I, i i don't i don't hate these people i i just i am i don't find it 
interesting. It's boring. It's so here's the worst thing. I don't think that I don't think that the opposite of love is hate. Because a lot of times you hate something that you kind of wish you loved or it's it's you love it so much that you hate it. The opposite of love is indifference. <laughs> and I am 100% indifferent to the Olympics. I yeah. don't care. I do not care what those people do afterwards. I don't care about their names. I don't care who they are. I don't care who has most medals. I don't even care about medals. Just what if just what if there I, were and I can't no 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 like you no, can't fix it. Give me a second. It's broken. Let me try something here. All right. So you refer to your universe. You're the master and creator of all these. That was off. Uh, man, <laughs> no one uh, knows what you're talking about. No 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 no. Uh, okay. So in your perfect universe, yeah, what would there be an Olympics of? If not sport, then. I don't want an Olympics at all. <laughs> of nothing. No, I you just don't, don't. I don't want an Olympics. We don't need they, it. We could name it something else. Who's the best? Could I don't. Who cares? Really? At so what? you're just against competition of all kind. Not, not necessarily of all competition, but I don't care who's the best at what. People need to know these. <laughs> I don't. I feel like that's, that's actually like the most healthy <laughs> attitude I've ever heard. Like, <laughs> what? it doesn't matter who's the best. We yeah. can all just do Come what on. we like. Everyone, lots no. of people if are good at things. If people, no, that makes, more like Josh. That, and you know what? That I'm makes not you saying, no better than a bum. I'm no, I'm not. <laughs> no, in your world, <laughs> that makes you like you a are, zen bum. No, you, <laughs> you, you are a zen yeah. bum. You're, hey, you're a bum still. You're a bum, but you're floating a happy Indian style. Yeah, that's the thing about me. Like, I don't need to be better than you. And if you are better at me than something, that's totally cool. I'm super happy for you. But I don't actually care. I don't care who's... <laughs> there is a best. I don't care who it is. Just the idea that, that well, there's, there's somebody that's the best out there. That's fine. It's good enough for me. <laughs> he exists. Okay. Somebody is the fastest man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's exciting We kind of know who it is. But then again, we kind of don't because he hasn't raced the entire population. Like, there's still, a, there's still people out there that never get a chance to compete in the Olympics. Or maybe could, even just don't care. Maybe there's someone who has the exact opinion of you yeah. but is also so like, fast. super fast. Super fast. So he may not be the best in the world. It doesn't matter, though. Who cares? I don't care. I don't care that he's the fastest. Hmm. Okay. But, I, you know, if you're the best at things that I really like, then maybe I'll start caring. I don't know. That's what I'm trying to get at. I can't make. That's all I, I'm trying to get at. I can't make any promises, though. Is what would you like to win a gold medal in? <laughs> sandwiches. <laughs> that, of course. Okay. <laughs> no, is that making sandwiches, yeah. eating sandwiches, know. or? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What? What? Yeah. Just the event is called sandwiches. <laughs> the contestants <laughs> walk into a room with like a table with sandwiches on it, they, they and whoever is the most impressed. No, no, no. This is my. This is my. This is okay. Here's my Olympic event. That's ready? What I'm this is at. how I would stage yeah. it. Yeah. The Olympics of sandwiches. The sandwich event. Right. That's what it's called. Sandwich. So it's all question mark. <laughs> right. Okay. And then, so what it is is that there are tables set up, and there are all of the the various every various part of a sandwich components of sandwich yeah. no no condiments uh no everything oh, everything okay. that could be possible okay right yeah uh competitors go up and everyone's standing uh blindfolded <laughs> in front of the 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 table of sandwiches right <laughs> and my podium same as everyone's else with this exact same uh setup on it mm. i'm not there I'm, it's empty right so then fire the shot everybody takes their blindfolds off they look at the sandwich for the first time start constructing who can construct the most elaborate sandwich the, the most delicious sandwich. this is not unlike the most, iron chef the most perfect sandwich 
Here's where mine's different, okay. right? <laughs> I walk out. Everybody does theirs. Time. Done. I walk out. I'm eating a sandwich. Just a regular sandwich. And that's the end. I'm eating. I win <laughs> the gold no. medal. <laughs> because the competition was who can eat a sandwich. <laughs> and they all made sandwiches like fools. Didn't but eat. I ate a sandwich. You're the, the tortoise to their hands. I now have a sandwich <laughs> in my stomach. I win gold medal. I win silver and bronze, too. <laughs> Whoever wins gets all the medals. That is an amazing insight into the, <laughs> the nightmare <laughs> dreamscape of your subconscious. I'm like, is, that, is that one event, or is that the whole Olympics? That might be the whole thing. I don't know. I'm thinking about like, like will, cats I will, is another event. I will tell you this. In my Olympics, everything that you do in it is never the thing that you should have been doing. <laughs> wow. So they all have like a moral to the story <laughs> yeah, as well. exactly. What a so great have, metaphor. Like, why I think did it you? is great, but I think the tragedy with your Olympics is you'll only be able to do them once because then next year everyone will just come out and eat a sandwich. No, because then the rules change. Okay. It's like Calvin now Ball. The, now, yeah, <laughs> n- yeah now, now the event was who can hold two sandwiches on their hands. <laughs> I would actually come out the second year and I would come out with no sandwich and they have all eat, are in the process of eating a sandwich uh-huh. and the, the reason why I win is because I am in exactly 30 minutes of afterglow after eating a sandwich. <laughs> okay, so these are just the Josh Winslow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> Written by Monty Python. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, what, uh, yeah. That's, that's good, yeah, that's good. Uh, other thing that I wanted to briefly touch on, guys, uh, big news, I think it happened today, I heard about it today, Joss Whedon is officially on to direct Avengers 2. Yes. And they're going to give him a TV show. Yeah, what is... Just the, they, extra. Hey, here's a TV show, Joss. And he's, he's going to produce the TV show, or... I, I have no idea. Because so I think far, all I've seen is that he's attached. Yes, in some capacity. Yeah. I think that it's probably going to be like a... He comes up with the idea, you know, says, here's what it is, maybe writes the first episode. Okay. He's going to J.J. Abrams it. I think so. <laughs> which is kind of maybe... Not as great because there's a lot of shows that J.J. Abrams' name shows up on that are not very good. Well, that yeah. Well, isn't that most of his shows? He just, I mean, not that they're not very good, but that he kind of does the. It first seems like then. the ones that he has a lot more to do with end up being more successful. Yeah. Like he was pretty involved in Alias, yeah. wasn't he? And then like even Lost, he was somewhat involved in. But well, for not the even first season, much. but after the first the season, end. like not, not at all, not even the full, not even the full yeah, first like season. First I don't season. think. Yeah. So. um but, you know, Joss is, you know, obviously done a very different thing with TV than J.J. Yeah. Abrams has. I don't know. But this is like ABC is going to do a primetime Marvel show. And do we know what it's, who is it going to be about? We don't or? have any. I, I, just Marvel TV I series. I think this is literally a, we are giving Joss Whedon a present. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is a TV show where you can He's, do whatever you want. Just make it Marvel if you could. Yeah. <laughs> We'd like that since we own it. You know, yeah, yeah. ABC, Disney, Marvel, all, all of us together. Here's the thing. Disney posted unbelievable profits this year. Yeah. Largely due to a man named Josh Green. <laughs> like, yeah. And so I think that they are going, hey, we will do whatever. Look, we just want to make you happy, which is so funny when you think about his, like, whole journey in tv this is just now reward for every canceled show (laughs) for every day that cabin in the woods spent in production hell (laughs) for everything that's happened now the shelf that cabin in the woods sat on after it was completely finished and was like nobody wants this 
no, like so three D. So they want this. I just wonder if Joss is just like, oh man, I've been burned so many times on TV. Yeah. That, uh, but yeah, they want they want him to do the uh, Avengers two, and uh, they uh, they want him to do a TV show, and Disney is raking in the cash. So that's exciting. Yeah. I'm 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 excited for that. I do I. I I'm gonna say it. I think I like Joss for comic book movies the best so far. So for of all comic book movies, I mean, yeah, I'll agree with that. I like comic book movies. Like I am a not as like you know a lot of people like the Nolan Batman's because they tried to be something different. Yeah, and that's totally cool. But there's also a part of me that is like, well, I really like comic books. So I would like a comic book yeah, movie. The, the, I think the Avengers has it's done that better than any other true movie True to why I liked the original stuff the most, right? Yeah. And I totally, yeah, I totally agree with uh, with that sentiment. I think Avengers is the best comic book movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Joss Whedon. There we go. Uh, another thing. Oh, I wanted to read the rest of um, Sean Connolly's uh, email that he sent me. I cannot um, hear Sean Connery when you say that. Sean Connery. <laughs> Connery. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to hear right. that email too. It's not bad. Uh, he also, so he, uh, he of course told me that I was totally wrong about the Olympics. You know? And then there was a Whedon interlude. And then there's a Whedon interlude. But, well, yeah, just because it wouldn't have made sense to talk about this too. But he <laughs> totally agrees with me on Batman. So I win. <laughs> what? I am I- the best. How do you debase the man's opinions in one regard of the real world? <laughs> you figure out how I do it, but I do it. Well, because Batman is much more important than the real world. Exactly. Right? So. Of Way more important than Olympics. <laughs> no, because, again, this is, uh, this is the, my point that I'm making, is that when I say things about sports and Olympics and all that stuff, like... I'm going to say stupid things because I don't like them and I don't know. And again, I'm talking out of a, a million asses. Yeah, and because it, it doesn't matter to you. Exactly. You just don't care. Exactly. Exactly. So, yes, you guys are, you, when you come up and you're saying, like, I've been doing sports forever and everything, yeah, your opinion's way more valuable than mine is. <laughs> Clearly. But, <laughs> but it still hasn't made me care about it. So, but the thing that I care about, he says I'm right on, so I win. That's, that's how I think uh. of it. So. Phil, you like that? <laughs> Batman. You're yeah, talking about the new movie. Yes. So the, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to read what he says. I didn't, Yeah, it's a terrible thing to hash over again, but he did send this in, and I, I want to just let him get his say. <laughs> so uh, now onto Dark Knight Rises. Josh, you are pretty much right about the Dark Knight Rises. I agree with most of your sent- sentiment toward the movie, and we'll even pile on that compared to Bat- uh, Begins and the Dark Knight, there are even more flaws. Looking back at these two movies, there are some pretty ob- obvious comparative themes with the villains. The beginning, or beginning, the theme is fear. Batman is using fear to bring order to the city, while the Scarecrow is literally trying to tear the city apart using his fear toxin, essentially making ba- Scarecrow and Batman different sides of the same coin. Then, in The Dark Knight, Joker is using pure chaos to destroy the city, while Batman is all about using order again to save the city. The Joker and Batman are just polar opposites. Then there's Dark Knight Rises. There's nothing, anything remotely like that. Um, you could argue that Bane and Batman are very similar being a peak physical condition and being highly intelligent. However, with the Talia twist, as my friends and I have begun to <laughs> sarcastically call that reveal, removes the intelligence aspect to Bane, again just rehashing Batman and Robin, like you said. 
Also, like you said, Batman does no detective work and just has just become a brute. So basically, it is now a battle for who is stronger. And if I wanted to watch a battle of physical strength in a fist fight in a movie, I'll just watch Rocky. I'm from Philadelphia, so he's like our biggest sports hero. There you go. The only thing that could really salvage The Dark Knight Rises is that it's not a movie about Bruce Wayne or Batman. The only way you could claim that The Dark Knight Rises is a great movie is by looking at it as an origin story for Robin John Blake, which I am sad to say literally made me yell at the screen when they called him that. All that being <laughs> said, it is still better than most comic book movies and the fun and a fun mindless escape for three hours. Uh, yeah. So, so to me, if it's a fun, mindless escape, why is it not a good movie? Like, just because you have, like, technical issues with it, you still enjoyed it. It's not technical. I have story issues. Even still, if you sat and enjoyed it and then later thought, oh, I, I didn't enjoy it. That's the thing. Oh, you did. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, you did. You're just saying that. <laughs> the whole time I was... And then I think the biggest, my, the biggest problem with it is I can't watch it again in the same mindset because it actually has information... It's like The Sixth Sense. Yeah. Uh, so there is a certain element of that that's gone forever the second time you watch it. Well, that's it, true, but that doesn't mean it's not a good movie. If the whole reason you liked it was because of that reason, then it is no longer a good movie. Like, I, I can't... I'm not going to watch Dark Knight Rises again because the character of Bane no, is no longer interesting because I know exactly what he's doing. He's, he's following someone else's I think he's plans. a partner with her. Yeah, okay, so he's a partner, but that still diminishes him. They're co-masterminds. Only two great master villains could take down Batman. That's what the theory was. But who contributed what? I don't know. (laughs) We don't have to know all the intimate details or it would be boring. I do. You want to see the maps that they drew of the underground? I want to see see the the conference room planning. I want to watch the Google Hangout (laughs) between Talia and Bane. Like, okay, here's what we're going to do. All right, you do this. What do you? How do you think we should take them out? I think we should do this. That's a great idea. I'd watch that. The Dark Knight conferences. Yeah, sounds fascinating. Yeah. They should make an animated series out of it. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be like in the, in the boardroom with the Wayne Corporation, and then the villains planning their stuff. Yeah, that's fascinating. I would totally but, be more interested. But in that. what are they doing in the Wayne boardroom? Because he doesn't know any of this is happening yet. No, I mean like that so would be the whole series. Out? Was the good guy side? We'd see them planning stuff in the Wayne. It's just yeah, planning plan- completely it's unrelated. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Just the they're whole planning series is just, zoning. Yeah. Okay. That's what Josh wants. Hey, to we're going to zone details. this area. How did he build um, that nuclear reactor? Let's find out. In- that sounds great. <laughs> sounds like it might be more interesting than the actual movie. Uh, uh, what do you think, Benson? You saw it, right? Uh, I did. did. I I saw it at midnight. Oh, okay. I was going to say, did I just spoil everything by reading that email? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's like, thanks, guys. I, yeah. I have this real weird idea of this movie now. <laughs> uh, what did you think? Uh, I liked it. Uh, yeah. I did think it was more of like a Bruce Wayne movie than a Batman movie, though. Okay. But uh, overall, I did like it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I had something more to contribute, but like, I, I can't disagree with your points. It, they just okay. didn't bother me as much. Right. So I think that's the most important thing is like if if it doesn't bother you, it doesn't then it doesn't matter. Yeah. And if it bothers you, it matters. And there are some weird things about movies that peop- that does bother people like yeah. crazy. And a lot of times I'll be like, that's stupid. You should just get over it. Yeah. And But in my case, no, not this time. I'm not <laughs> getting over it. Uh, I will say that I, f- I think they telegraphed the Robin twist a little too heavily with uh, if you're if you're going to do that, you should wear a mask. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's Robin. But we ca- I kind of like knew that he was going to be somebody. Yeah. But I, I think what made everybody really angry was the idea that his name is robin Robin, yeah yeah which you know but then again like 
then other people have defended saying, well, he's not actually Robin. His name is Robin, but he's actually going to be the next Batman. Yeah, but gonna be Terry, his real name is Terry McGillis. <laughs> See, if they would have said that, I would have been like, yeah, <laughs> Batman Beyond. Yeah. Put on that suit, Sonic ears, whatever. Um, but no, I, I wasn't actually bothered by that as much because I, at that point, I stopped caring. I wasn't all. super bothered by that. I just thought, you know. It was it, dumb, yeah. but it, I, it feels like a decision made by a group of people who are like, nobody knows these characters, but they know the name because Chris O'Donnell played him. So just name him Robin, and then everybody knows, and that's the call out, and we don't have to. Because if somebody said, oh, my name's Timothy, Timothy yeah. Blake, it'd be like, okay. Like, yeah. we would all say, oh. <laughs> but, you know, everybody else would have been like, whatever yeah. that that seems like a weird line why did you put that there so i don't know i i'm a lot more interested now that nolan's done with batman because i'd like to see him do other things because i actually like nolan's non-batman movies way more than his batman movies really oh yeah like i'll i would rather watch the prestige and uh uh inception in a heartbeat over any of the batmans except for maybe the dark knight mm. and it would be like yeah. The, the both those movies beat the Dark Knight. So, what about Insomnia? I just watched that recently, and I gotta say, I was thoroughly disappointed. Really, I liked Insomnia. It's a weird movie, though. Yeah, it's it okay. Very, I watched it back when it was the only movie Nolan's done other than Memento. Yeah, and so it was like, a, oh man, this is weird, kind of like him. But to be honest, yeah, it's, it's probably like yeah. in his weaker uh, things. Because I mean, pr- like, did you like the Prestige? I love the, I the yeah. It's got Bowie in it. Come on. Bowie course. as Tesla. Yes. Yeah. Which I, Amazing. I say are the same people. Yes. Like, I'm pretty sure that, <laughs> that Bowie was Tesla's when he just went back in time yeah. and then popped forward. Yeah, definitely. I want uh, a spinoff movie that's just Bowie as Tesla the whole time. Oh, I, I would see that. Yes, I would watch everything that that is. Um, and then I, Inception's like, you know, uh, an incredible film. Or... I just thought it hurt me. A Tesla versus Edison movie with Bowie as Tesla. Oh, oh. who would you cast as Edison? Nicolas Cage. Oh, no, no but no. who am I supposed to vote for? Who am I? Yeah. You can't do that to <laughs> that, me. That's, you can't do that's that That's what to makes me. it uh, challenging Unless it material. turns out that the Edison, they got took their face off, and <laughs> just like in Face Off, but it was Edison and Tesla. <laughs> Edison Tesla face off. So that Nicolas Cage was actually what Tesla looked like. Yeah. No, no, no. Take that away. Don't make me think that. But Bowie Tesla versus who is the appropriate... Well, who can... Because... Here's the thing, though. Edison has to win. Because he did. Gary Oldman. Right there. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes. Okay, yes. I like that. He's got to drop a lot of weight. No, Edison was a fatty. Edison was a tub. Yeah. Especially later in life. Edison was a fatty. Really? Oh, I, yeah. He, I thought he was kind of a skinnier no. dude. Maybe Look at at some fat, point, fat, rich, white guy. Come on. All right. Tesla was very skinny, but yeah. But Edison, no. Because it, yeah. Okay. I would totally. That's yeah. a good. That's a good choice. Oldman always would. He would do a great yeah. job. Yeah. But, but he's. I don't know. Has Oldman ever played a role where he's straight up American asshole? Because he's really good at being foreign asshole. Yeah. I think in uh, uh, Murder in the First. I think he was pretty American in that. What the? <laughs> what are you talking about? You never saw Murder in the First? I don't think so. Kevin Bacon and Christian Slater, uh, Alcatraz. I guess not. Oh, it's the only good. Alcatraz movie that matters is The Rock. Yeah. Or, <laughs> this is the Alcatraz um, movie without Nicolas Cage, so I guess he probably didn't. <laughs> <see it. laughs> 
Uh, Philip Seymour, I feel like there might be an even better... Could be. An even better choice for Edison. Boy, I would watch that movie so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You would watch the <laughs> shit out of it so be, bad. Yeah. I would watch I, I would watch it so hard my eyes wouldn't work for like a day afterwards. You'd watch it so hard that it would it would wear out the Netflix <laughs> <and> Simwatch file <laughs> somehow. No one else on Netflix could watch it because you watched it I'd, so much. I'd watch it so hard that all the DVDs would have been worn down <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everywhere. Uh, that would be great. Oh, yeah. man. But yeah, and you're right. It has to end badly. It's because Tesla's life was a tragedy. Yeah. It always has to end that way. Yeah. I mean, if the man was allowed to like prosper, we'd all be having like free energy being beamed to us forever with death rays. Dang it. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't made a Tesla movie. Like nobody cares about him. Even still? Nobody cares about yeah. him. They people still think Edison was all that. That's my one and only complaint about Back to the Future is that Doc looks up to Edison when he should know better. He should know better. He's That's a scientist. True. Maybe he was a fraud. Ooh. Doc Brown was a fraud is Maybe, what you're suggesting? Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Those Maybe are, he stole the idea from someone else. And just <laughs> oh, there was a cur- <laughs> Tesla invented the time machine, <laughs> traveled to 1985, and, and Doc swindled. Brown, being a fan of Edison, said, I'm going to do what Edison did and stole the time machine I've been given the greatest gift, and that no. is to continue on my dark master's <laughs> legacy. Doc Brown was Tesla, and he was being ironic by saying he was a fan of Edison. <laughs> No, that okay. was genuine. That, Tom, what, what, why did I do that? That was genuine. There was fear in his eyes. Yeah. He looked up to, to Edison <laughs> yeah. to help him. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes me, it makes yeah. me really angry. At... Now you don't like Back right. to the Future? You, you, you know what's going to make you feel better? What? Probably a Phil fact. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Well, maybe. Let's find out. <laughs> hey, let's, uh, let's do a Phil fact. All right. Today... I have a fact for you guys. It's actually a list fact. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this little news thing, actually, but it kind of just piqued my interest, so I decided to use a fact about it. But France, the government in France is talking about bumping up their income tax to 75%. What? Only for the richest. Uh, well, okay, their highest. Uh, right. But, but their upper level people will be taxed 75% of their income. Yeah, you have. To, I think you have to be over a certain income. Yeah, I think level, it's like, like one point two what? million a year or something. Fifty thousand like dollars. That's how much. No euros. One point two three million euros. Well, I'm, I'm guess euros. Yeah. That's not that much. Well, it's like. I mean, that's a lot. That's but a lot. Comparatively, I still feel like are aren't we crazy out of whack with the fact that like a CEO that's uh, there for. 20 minutes the guy there was a ceo of a company that did a merger and he was there he was the ceo of the new company for 20 minutes he got 42 million dollars they fired him he gets 42 million dollars for that yeah i forget who what ceo that was (laughs) i should i guess i should know that but that's still like that's a crazy amount of money comparatively to what they're saying oh in france our rich make a million right oh yeah it's i mean well even in in euros it's got i mean if you i don't know what is that three million maybe yeah it's like two yeah, yeah. Uh, three million dollars, like two and a half million, something like that. Yeah. So anyway, I was like, hmm, I wonder because I was like, U- United States has high taxes still, like it feels like to us, but we're not even in the top ten as far as highest income taxes. 
Really? And so I figured I would tell you guys the top 10 um, countries as far as income tax is concerned. This is from a 2012 survey, and it's the highest income tax rate like that they can possibly be charged based on their income. I'll, okay. I'll go quick. Should I go up? I'll, I'll, I'll count up from number yeah. 10. Yeah. Number 10 is Ireland at 48%. Number 9 okay. is Finland at 49%. Uh, we got a four-way tie with United Kingdom, Japan, Belgium, and Austria at 50%. Number four is the Netherlands at 52%. Three is Denmark at 55.38%. Sweden, 56.6%. And Aruba, 58.95%. On this same scale, the U.S. is only at 35%. I bet you every single one of those countries listed has higher test scores than our <laughs> 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 Aruba coming as yeah. number Aruba. one. Aruba, Aruba, yeah. Jamaica, yeah. Come on, pretty mama, yeah. <laughs> Key Largo, yeah, man. Montego. There are also several countries Baby, that have no go? income tax rate. What? They're that they, they do not charge income tax. They also don't have income. So no. Libya, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Kuwait None. is one. Yeah, Kuwait. There, there's others. You get like paid the in Bahamas oil. and and some island nations, the Caymans. So there you go. That's my wow. fact for tonight. Well, you know what? Those uh, French people uh, work for five hours and then sleep for the rest of the day, so maybe they deserve to get their 75%. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I was just curious. Like, <laughs> huh. I wonder how we compare. Because, you know, taxes, everyone complains about it. I complain about it. Yeah. I got killed on taxes. I still don't know why. Like, I paid you guys a bunch. Now you want a bunch more. You just should have paid them sooner. <laughs> well, I didn't know how much I owe until the you, taxes come. No, nah, you always overpay. That's what we do. Yeah, that, that's what it ended up being, is that I was right at the point where it's like, you're not paying, or you're not overpaying, so now you owe this much. No, you got to overpay. Yeah, yeah. No, I figured that out. I know people say like, oh, but then they're holding your money for a year, but I'd rather that than get hit with a big bill it's, at one point. Yeah, it's way better to get... <laughs> them holding your money for forever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they'll, they'll give it back to you, and then you get to buy something awesome. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. free money once a year. Yeah. No. I don't know. Taxes. Yeah. I, I feel like everyone who complains... Like, it should be flipped. Everyone who complains that they're taxed too much, they get a tax break, and then everybody wants somebody else taxed a bunch. They have to get taxed a bunch, too. <laughs> Like, just make it, like, I don't know. It's like a coin flip. Like, you get taxed a ton now, and you don't. It's totally going to work. As soon as you start complaining, it flips. I'd vote for you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know how we can implement this system. I don't know either. I don't think it would work. That's how I'd win. That's what you do, right? (laughs) You make the promise. Say a bunch of things. Lennon Lennon is going to rise from the grave to back your new (laughs) socioeconomic system. (laughs) This is the... So we should. I think no. Hey, people in Bolivia are behind you. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> I think that we should just take everybody's taxes, throws in a big pile, and everybody's free to swim in the pile. But you're never allowed to take anything out of it. Yeah. M- money bin it. I think it should be know. like a free parking thing, like in Monopoly. Oh, we all just throw it in a pot, but somebody lands on it and gets it. So it's taxes it, it's, just become a lottery then? It's, it's usually the people that are building the F-22 Raptor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's or, true. Or who has the most guns. <laughs> right. Oh, what? That's us, the IRS? Oh, silly us. I guess we get all that money. Give. 
<laughs> all right. So uh, thank you, Phil, for the Phil fact. Welcome. Let's uh, let's uh, bring this baby home, home, home. Let's bring it home. Home, home, home. <laughs> home. Hey, uh, Phil, what do you got uh, going on in your life? Well, uh, my other podcast is Radio Brendo Man. You can find us at RadioBrendo.com or look on Facebook. And uh, BraxComics.com as well. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, Gates, you got anything? Gates hates at Twitter. Yeah? Nothing else? Um, Some things, maybe? I mean, the there, there's been so many good show premises pitched recently <laughs> that I kind of need to... What's one the first? The first one should be my Olympics, I think. <laughs> the sandwich. Yeah. No, okay. just tr- trust me. I'll come up with ideas. <laughs> okay. I just, there's, there's too Every many... Every country needs to... Too many... forced to <laughs> compete. Too many projects to... Right. to I'm going to have to wade through them and see which one's actually going to be the winner here. Gotcha. But yeah, so... Just so- something, maybe. Gates will be coming. Okay. Twitter. Uh, Mr. Benson. Uh, well, I host a podcast of my own. It's called Benson's Boombox. You can get that at bensonsboombox.com or on iTunes. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Dr. Matt Benson. And if you live in the uh, Orange County, Southern California area, I will be uh, hosting with my co host, uh, Chris Gutierrez from the podcast, a free screening of a short film at the Krikorian Theater. That's in Buena Park, right across the street from uh, Knott's Berry. That's Farm. my theater. Yeah, what? It's a great yeah, theater. That's the theater I go to. Who, yeah, what's I'll the be hosting film? a. F- uh, it's called The Gun Royale 3. It's a short film uh, our friend Nathan made. Um, I, w- I was in it as well. Oh, cool. Um, so that's free, totally free. When is that? Free, it's to, uh, if you're listening to this, the date came out. It'll be tomorrow, Thursday, okay. August 9th. It's at 6.45 at the Krikorian Theater. And there'll be free cupcakes there as well. Great. Wow. Sounds cake and see a free uh, short film. That sounds pretty awesome. Hosted by me. And you're hosting it. Yes. So... A little bit of funny, funny beforehand. Yes. Hopefully, there, there's also a promo for the. It's it's for this website that uh, another friend is launching called Art Gravy. Okay. There's a promo that I wrote and started. I love Art Gravy. I poured all over. Yep. Things don't, don't, that require don't, don't, don't give gravy. away. Our, don't give away our jokes. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got five minutes of our of gravy material. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's th- that's Thursday, August 9th at the Krikorian uh, at six uh, forty-five. Very cool. Uh, and I actually have a couple things that I would like to uh, promote uh, tomorrow night. Um, uh, so, little short story. Uh, Comic Con this year, I got in line for the Fringe Doctor Who panel, and I got there very early. And uh, like you do when you get in line, is I uh, started talking to the people that were sitting, that were right in front of us, and the people that were right in back of us. And we all started talking about things, and it turned out that they were all super cool people and we all liked the same things. And so over the period of, I don't know how many hours we sat out there, four or five hours, yeah. we all became great friends. And uh, we decided to, I don't know, I still don't even know how it happened, but <laughs> we started talking about this movie called Ice Pirates, which is a really terrible film, I guess, but a really great film, both at the same time. And so we are going to watch it tomorrow night all together and we're going to live tweet it. So there's a bunch of us that are all going to be doing that. So if you search for hashtag Ice Pirates, you're going to see <laughs> probably a bunch of snarky stuff uh, happening around Ice Pirates. But I would like to give a shout out to uh, uh, all the people that I met at um, uh, at Comic Con: uh, Dave, uh, uh, El Chabel, Chris, Steve, um, I th- Offly. I think is how you say it. I don't know. That might not be right. Todd, uh, all those people are pretty great. And so tomorrow night, well, actually, 
I'm sorry, the night that you hear the the day you hear this, it'll be Wednesday. So the night before your premiere. Yes. Uh, Wednesday, the day you're listening to this, you should be able to search for hashtag Ice Pirates at uh, uh, an evening time, and you'll see us talking about it, which should be kind of fun. <laughs> and just uh, like I did with Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only, I don't know if it's gonna be better or worse. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen Ice Pirates yet, so it'll be my first time. Uh, and then also, I have uh, semi started started in that there's a lot of work that we have to do before anything else really happens, but. Uh, I've semi-started a video game website and podcast, and that is uh, right now temporarily found at extradamage.tumblr.com. And we have a a podcast up there. We're going to hopefully record another one soon, and we're going to start uh, getting content up on the real website very soon. Uh, So hang in for that. And finally, The Pillagecast. You can find us at at pillagecast.com, on Twitter at pillagecast, and at Facebook. Uh, search for the pillage cast and always you can send us uh emails like our good friend sean c did ask at pillagecast.com he sent it to that and we got it and we read it he so gave me a great new insult for philadelphia sports fans what just reminding them that rocky is their greatest sports hero yeah like that's gonna be so powerful <laughs> when i'm in a he even said that it's kind of sad to no, say i know to like even that, say that that is gonna yeah. be the silver book because philadelphia sports fans are passionate to the point of obnoxiousness, but I love him for it. And that's going to be my argument. And they're just like, boom. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. So but then it's also Rocky. So it's like, they have to be happy because it's right. Rocky. That they can't deny it. They right. have to accept it. Cause it's pretty sweet. It's Rocky. They'll be mad at you, but they can't show it. Cause that's them betraying Rocky. That's why yeah. I'm saying it's so, such a powerful and the best way to get a, a, a big fist in your face is to be upset about Rocky. Right. Like as soon as you like, if you're a Philadelphian and you dis like you get angry at Rocky, he materializes and just punches you. Yeah. So be careful with that. that I yeah. can say it all I want because so I'm not from th- there. Thanks for that silver bullet. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> you can you can do the same thing. You can give Gates all the silver bullets you want by sending it to ask at pillagecast.com. That's cool. Uh, Mr. Benson, thank you so much for sitting in on the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, Phil, thank you so much for sitting in your lovely house. Yeah, yeah it's been nice. Just sitting there talking. That's good. And uh, Gates, thank you for being here. Yes, thank you. And your <laughs> eyes looking better. Is it? Yeah. Okay, cool. It's it's not terrifying me. So it, you're still. It's boring. scaring me in the right ways. I right. guess I should scaring, say. Yeah, cool. Still, it still scares me from what's behind it. I, but now yeah. it's not scaring me because of the juice that's flowing out of it. I hear you. Yeah. Stuff's so. a little blurry. I may need to get some glasses. Okay. Well. That could be good or bad. We'll see. Yeah. Gravitas. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for everybody for listening to this show. This is the PillageCast episode number 67. Have a great day.